0: Hey ladies, are you a conservative woman just trying to find a podcast that isn't speaking propaganda right now? I get it. I'm with you. I'm here for you. We all need some encouragement and godly wisdom to remind us we are on the right track to remind us of our identity as God's daughter. That's why I'm here to help you grow spiritually so that no matter what life or the world throws at you these days, you cannot be shaken. It's here you're going to hear stories of women who have become victors where they were once victims. You're going to hear God's word to help you stand strong and push back the darkness. You're going to hear wisdom that is not of this world to keep you focused on Jesus. I don't know where you're at today, but I do know God is beating you right there. He wants to bring you closer to him. Throughout this podcast, you're going to hear bits and pieces of the pit, the trials, the difficult seasons the Lord has brought me through. So you know you're not alone. We're going to walk together and grow in our relationship with Jesus because really that's what it's all about anyway. So join me as we seek truth, share overcomer stories, and just learn what it is to lean into the Lord. God is good, He has a good plan for our lives, and we can trust Him. My name is Meredith. Welcome to Guiding God's Daughters. Let's get real and go deep. Hey, everybody. My name is Meredith, and I'm host of Guiding God's Daughters. Get real and go deep. And you are listening to episode 21, where we are going to talk about clear eyes, full hearts, can't lose. It is Lent. It is the second week of Lent, and um, you know the the verse that kept coming to me was Psalm 51:10. Create in me a clean heart, O God, and renew a steadfast spirit within me. So. Um, then I got that that phrase, clear eyes, full hearts can't lose, which some of you may know from the show Friday Night Lights. And I thought, wow, I could really expand on this with scripture. So it's yes, it's from a TV show. Um, and it became a very, very popular phrase. But I think there is something to um, this phrase from a Bible perspective. So um, going to that Psalm fifty one ten, you may not know verses 11 through 12 it says, do not cast me from your presence or take your Holy Spirit from me. Restore to me the joy of your salvation and grant me a willing spirit to sustain me. You know, don't we all want a willing spirit? We don't, if we have the Holy Spirit, don't, we don't want the Holy Spirit removed for, from us. We want the Lord to create a pure heart. Within us. So, and then it's funny because as I'm working on this, the day that I'm working on this, actually the day before the first day of Lent, it says Psalm 139 23, 24. It is the Bible lapse verse of the day Search me, God, and know my heart. Test me and know my anxious thoughts. See if there is any offensive way in me and lead me in the way everlasting. You know, when I really need to get still and get in the presence of God, um, you know, I do it anyway, but sometimes it's like I just feel like I need him more. I need him to purify my heart more deeply. And that is when I go right to worship. There are certain worship songs like Holy Spirit and Be Still and Re-Surrender that just um, really help me get still um, and get me out of my head, which ironically is what a lot of what was happening at Asbury, prayer, worship. I mean, these are the things that bring us into the presence of the Holy Spirit. Okay, now go back to that phrase, clear eyes. Matthew 6.22 says, The eye is the lamp of the body. If your eyes are healthy, your whole body will be full of light. We can't have clear eyes if we aren't seeking the Lord. If we're seeking things of the world, we're we're gonna have dark eyes. We're gonna be we're not gonna be available to the Lord. We're gonna be letting in things of the world that are not meant to be there. Now it reminds me of 2 Corinthians, and this is kind of where the Lord brought me to when I was ready to dive into this. And in Second Corinthians, um, it's this book is just so good. I know I had a tag in it. Um, I mean, the whole Bible's so good, but this book, what I love about it is, um, just, you know, there's just so many promises of God in it. And, um, it talks about awaiting the new body and, um, you know, in, in chapter four, present weakness and resurrection life. And it says chapter four, verse 18. So we fix our eyes, not on what is seen, but what is unseen. Sure. Oh, since what is seen is temporary, but what is unseen is eternal. Now, chapter five, I know I'm going to go a little deeper um, into this, this, so make sure you kind of study second corinthians but chapter five goes into talking about how we live in these bodies and how we these earthly bodies and how we are a new creation because of christ and um how how god verse 19 reconciled the world to himself in christ not counting people's sins against them and he has committed to us the message of reconciliation so we as christ followers are here committed to the message of reconciliation verse 20 says we are therefore christ's ambassadors, as though God were making his appeal through us. We implore you on Christ's behalf, be reconciled to God. God made him who had no sin to be sin for us so that in him we might become the righteousness of God. So I would be doing a disservice to you if I didn't call you to reconciliation because I'm a Christ follower and I am an ambassador to him. For him. So, a little further down in chapter 6 of 2 Corinthians, um, he talks about opening your heart. So, Paul is writing this and he's speaking to the Corinthians and he said in verse 11 through 13, We have spoken freely to you, Corinthians, and opened wide our hearts to you. We are not withholding our affection from you, but you are withholding yours from us. Hmm. as a fair exchange, I speak as to my children, open wide your hearts. Isn't that interesting? You know, when we don't want to let other people in or we don't want to let the Lord in, we close off our hearts. We, we do not open our hearts. And here he is saying, my heart, our hearts are open. You need to open your hearts. So if you Want to seek the Lord more, you have to open wide your heart if you want Him to purify it. That's kind of why I think, you know, people give things up for Lent because you remove that thing that is keeping you from opening your heart and you allow the Lord to enter into it, to fill the space that that thing you were picking up couldn't fill. Back to 2 Corinthians 6. Paul goes on to warn the Corinthians, about idolatry which would i just say the thing that keeps us from god read the whole thing but i want to specifically talk about verse 16 all the way to chapter 7 verse 1 it says what agreement is there between the temple of god and idols for we are the temple of the living god as god has said i will live with them and walk among them and i will be their god and they will be my people therefore come out from them and be separate says the lord Touch no unclean thing and I will receive you and I will be a father to you and you will be my sons and daughters, says the Lord Almighty. Therefore, since we have these promises, dear friends, let us purify ourselves from everything that contaminates body and spirit, perfecting holiness out of reverence for God. So what is the posture of your heart? Is the posture of your heart towards God? And the readiness and the willingness for him to purify your heart? Or is it towards something else? Now, I know there are many of you of li- that listen to this who have, you know, a posture towards God. You want him to purify your heart. You're looking for him to um, purify you. But many of you aren't there. Many of you are like, what is this girl talking about? There's a ton of scripture, you know. Um, but... I think you, some of you are being more, you're more impressioned, I don't know if that's the word, by the world than you are by the Lord. You're letting the world convince you that your identity is in something other than who you are as a child of God. Do you realize that? Or are you so steeped, and this doesn't mean everybody that's doing this, everyone that's trying to pick an identity other than who they are in Christ is in this space, but many of you are, and I have been in this space. Are you so steeped in numbing pain and avoiding feelings that you can't separate yourself from the addictive behaviors in order for the Lord to come to your heart? Whatever it is, I believe God is calling you away from that. Go back to verse 17. In 2 Corinthians chapter 6. Come out from them and be separate, says the Lord. Teach, no, touch no unclean thing and I will receive you. If we're touching unclean things, doing sinful things, the Lord isn't going to receive us. Let's go back to that phrase we talked about in the beginning. Clear eyes, full hearts, can't lose. You seek the Lord and let him into your heart. Oh, you will have clear eyes. You will have full hearts and you will not lose. Let's just look at those verses again. Verse 16 in that same chapter. As God has said, for we are the temple of the living God. As God has said, For we, sorry, for we are the temple of the living God. As God said, I will live with them and walk among them and I will be their God and they will be my people. First of all, that's the Holy Spirit. Second of all, if you don't think that's winning, then your head isn't in the right place. Because if the Lord lives with you, walks among you and is, is your God, and you are his people. There is nothing better than that, nothing. Verse 18 says, and I will be a father to you and you will be my sons and daughters says the Lord Almighty. We all have fathers, we all have parents, and they're all imperfect. There is no perfect parent, there is no perfect father. And you know, this is something that is so powerful because once you find out that God is your father, there is just whatever imperfections your father has had, God just like just restores them. He just, it's, it's, he fills it up with his love. But like I said, if you're blocking feelings and blocking pain, he can't get in there because your heart isn't open. So, clear eyes. Full hearts can't lose. I'm going to close with, this is shorter because it's more of a Lenten devotional, but I am going to close with Ephesians 1. Last week, I closed with Ephesians three, sixteen through 19. I'm going to close with Ephesians 1, 17 through 21. Just listen to this. I keep asking that the God of our Lord Jesus Christ, the glorious Father, may give you the spirit of wisdom and revelation so that you may know him better. the same as the mighty strength he exerted when he raised Christ from the dead and seated him at his right hand in the heavenly realms far above all rule and authority, power and dominion in every name that is invoked, not only in the present age, but also in the one to come. I'm going to add 23, 22 and 23. And God placed all things under his feet and appointed him to be head over everything for the church, which is the body, the fullness of him who fills everything in every way. Clear eyes, full hearts, can't lose. Just think about that this week. Think about, seek the Lord. See, you know, ask him to purify your heart. And just, this is the time, friends. Easter is approaching and there is a movement of God happening in our nation. There is no better time to go to him and pray for a clear heart. Pray for him to search your heart. Lord, I just pray that whoever has seen this, whoever has listened to this, that you have just, your Holy Spirit has just entered into their heart and given them this desire to seek you, to seek your purification of their hearts and to seek a relationship with you, Lord. Whoever needed this, Lord, I hope they got this message. And I pray that they are blessed because of it. In Jesus' name, amen. All right, guys, I will see you next week. Actually, I'm going to be having a guest, Becky Savage, um, who is the um, head of a foundation called the 525 Foundation. Um, which is, she has an incredible story. So we're going to talk about that and we're going to, um, you're going to hear her story. And I think I may actually be doing it over two weeks because you're also going to hear, um, we're going to talk about the fentanyl crisis. We're going to talk about alcoholism or alcohol on college campuses, ironically, the week of St. Patty's Day. So, um, check it out. And the Lord has already given me four more messages for this Lenten season. So stay tuned because there's more of this devotion stuff for your hearts. So, all right, have a great week. Bye. Thanks for tuning in today. If you love this podcast, make sure you leave a review on Spotify, share it with your friends, visit my website or follow me on Instagram and Facebook at get real with Meredith. See you next time on guiding God's daughters.